Welcome to Messages. Messages is a podcast about communication and miscommunication. Messages is a work of fiction. Human memory is also most likely a work of fiction. What is fiction? Any similarities to actual events are intended. I would get up and play my guitar for a little bit. I haven't played guitar for a while. Need some coffee. This guitar's not in tune. What a night.
still processing uh, last night's adventure. Angela is upstairs sleeping, and uh, oh, hey, it's snowing outside. Weird. Things don't seem real in the morning. Seems like uh, it was a dream. Maybe it was. Hmm. Now I want to check on Angela. No, I'll let her sleep. Oh, there she is now. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Did you sleep okay? Better than I have in a while. Good. I, uh, was starting to wonder if you were, uh, figment of my imagination or like if I dreamed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we gonna do? Probably eat something. I'm starving. <laughs> well, we can go see what there is in the kitchen. Um, I'll make you a cup of coffee. Coffee? What? Coffee in the concrete? Well, I bet you miss your bed at home. Yeah. I miss more things about my home than I care to admit. Well, that's only natural. Like coffee? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, we'll find out. I uh. salt 
likes coffee. I don't trust people if they don't like coffee. <laughs> So, I'm trying to go over all of this in my head again. Uh, there's definitely a lot we need to discuss. Tell me again, how long have you been staying in this house? A couple months or so. All of that time, you've been hanging out in the basement? No, not really. Um, it got to me, but really, it's really just been since you started hanging around that I was sleeping in the basement. And you have you into the basement? More or less. been going through all this stuff down there. Yeah, for the most part. What else? Um, eavesdropping. God, I'm afraid to know what you overheard. I think you're a more interesting guy than you give yourself credit for. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, maybe I just have low standards. No. But, I don't know. You seem to have a neat story. I definitely yeah. have a story. Yeah. You don't live uh, into your 40s and not have a few. Not. Uh, I guess you can't trust me. <laughs> you could put some cream and sugar in it if you want. I don't know. I think it seems I, questionable. I've got milk. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have sugar. I don't know. I don't know if sugar would make this monstrosity any better. I hey now. Monstrosity. It's it's an acquired taste for some, but uh you know, don't give up on it. Um Are you hungry? Yes, very. When I was a kid, I used to love these little individual cereal packets. Um, oh, no milk. Yeah. <laughs> I can live with it. I'm just hungry. Okay. Well, do you want a bowl? Or we could just snack out of that. <laughs> okay.
Tell me why you came out here. Well... My dad didn't tell me much for a while, but I, he had a weird interest in this place. And I've, ever since he went missing, he, before he, sorry. Just, it's okay. Just relax. mom is a lot <laughs> to handle sometimes, but the growing up was a lot to handle in general, and I think he just he wanted us to leave and he wanted to be able to get out and I think he was waiting for me to turn 18, because I think he was worried that, like, my mom would call the cops on him or something. And he came out here and he... Why? What was out here? I... I think he just was really looking for answers for a lot of things in his life. He... Why don't you start by telling me a little bit about your parents? Um, you said your mom's a lot. What do you mean? She, um, she didn't have a great childhood. She had a pretty bad home life. Um, and she, when she met my dad, they were still young and she was still living at home. And she was, I think she was just looking for a way out. She married her first boyfriend? I don't know. <laughs> she, I think she was just looking for an excuse to be able to leave. But. I don't think they would have stayed married if she hadn't become more religious. Because she thinks that divorce is a sin, even if she wasn't happy with them. She was stuck with them, I guess. Sounds like things really weren't good. Yeah. What about your dad? He... He was really, he was a good guy. He, things weren't always great with my parents, but he was, he was a good guy. He was calm and nice, and we always connected about like art and things. He was a writer and he was a painter. Really? Yeah. Dude. Is that what he did for a living? Um, yeah. 
he wrote for a variety of things, just like, he wrote a couple of articles for the newspaper and stuff, but pretty much the only jobs that were around in Peabody were connected to the church, and he did not want to be involved. There's no newspaper in Peabody, is there? Well, there's just, I mean, there's a lot of little papers around, but I think he wrote for, like, the newspapers in the towns around here, because he was just looking for work wherever he could find it. Hmm. He worked at the little, the little general store downtown for a little while. He used to write for a paper in a small town. Yeah. It's a lot of work. He didn't have much else to do. He was just trying to occupy himself. Kept himself cooped up in his in his office for a lot of the time. I think he was just avoiding my mom. But so mom uh, took to the church. Yeah. Sometimes she said that some of the only things that my dad brought to her that were good for her was bringing her to the Lord and finding her church family. Ouch. Yeah. Well, that kind of felt very good. Like, uh, seeing your mom treat your dad like that. Yeah. She kind of... She treated me like that, too, a lot. She said that we were two peas in the pod, and we were, we're a lot alike, and she didn't like that about us. She said sometimes that taking care of me was a test of her faith, because I was so much like my dad. Lovely. Yeah. She's a piece of work. Well, what about your other family? don't really have very much other family. Grandparents? My dad's parents are dead and my mom's... I don't know very much about my mom's family. She doesn't want me to have any type of connection to them. They can be... She... She says that they're sinners. Of course she does. She, like I said, she thinks divorce is a sin, and her parents got divorced, and so... You've never even met him? No. And your dad didn't have any brothers or sisters, or...? Um, he had a sister, my Aunt Julie, but she wasn't a nice woman. <laughs> she isn't. They grew up together, and... They were both adopted, but from different families, and she, she just wasn't a nice person. <laughs> she doesn't want to have anything to do with us, and she's... Sorry. That sucks. Yeah. I'm used to it. It's normal. Um. like growing up in Peabody. People were horrible. <laughs> they still are, but it was 
it was tough. People, really, they just, they treated me like a criminal, like a delinquent. They, I don't know well, what Well, you I, do break into people's houses. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. You're not wrong. <laughs> but... I don't know, they really just... I... I feel like, to them, I represented something that they didn't want anyone to see. What do you mean? I was one of the few people that I ever met that questioned the church, <laughs> and it was... That's just normal teenage healthy behavior. <laughs> you would think that, wouldn't you? It is. <laughs> I guess just... Well, I, I know a little bit about growing up in, in church. I, I get how they kind of expect you to be something, and whether you are that thing or not, they kind of push you to be, you know, had some friends that were kind of like that too, but ultimately they really just bought into it. So we don't really talk anymore. What about the friend that you were telling me about last night? What was her name? Um, her name was Jessica. And she was really sweet and she was one of the nicest, just genuinely good person that I've ever met, but she, she was older than me, and so she turned 18 and had the option to leave, and she did. I haven't heard from her. I feel like most people just, they're either in it for the long haul, or they're gone and they don't look back, which is understandable. <laughs> Yeah. The other kids are just mean or? Yeah. I don't know. They can be a lot to handle sometimes. But they were just, they really bought into the things that our parents tried to convince us of and as soon as I really showed signs of not being normal, once once the adults caught on to it, the kids all just kind of treated me like I was a freak. <laughs> I can make you feel like you are. Yeah. But so far, you haven't described anything to me that doesn't sound like a normal teenage girl. Yeah. My dad always tried to convince me that I was normal, but... Well, do you believe him? It depends on when you ask. Not having uh, other normal kids to compare yourself to, that can be really hard. Uh, I don't know that I think anything's wrong with you. I mean, 
not anything that doesn't sound like, like anybody, you know, any 18-year-old girl that I know. Yeah. I think people in general, even though I don't really have a whole lot of experience with people in general, but people that I've come across tend to be afraid of things they don't understand. Yeah, that is pretty much most people. <laughs> and Especially people in, in church sometimes. They sort of create a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on the inside of that bubble before. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. I just... I feel like for a lot of my friends, I was kind of the person who really made them look through the bubble. What they saw was not real. What any of us saw, it was warped and a lot worse than the real world seems to be. Just. I don't think any of us have ever been prepared to leave. I think we've been prepared to stay there our whole, our whole lives. And that was about it. Do you know anything about the Amish? Um, not really. Well, there's this religious sect uh, called the Amish, and basically they kind of work under the same thing, where they don't equip kids to live in the world, and then they push them out into the world to prove to them that they can't live in the world. And a lot of them do come back to the church, but a lot of them find out that even though they don't know how to do things other people do, they can still like have normal lives, and you, know, you, you don't have to stay in uh, you know these religious groups. You know, it's healthier to get out of them. Um, but it's got to be tough, you know, with your mom so connected to it. Yeah. I've wanted to leave since I was really little. And I know my dad's always wanted to leave. And as soon as I find out what happens to him, I am leaving and never looking back. I don't want anything to do with this place anymore. What was, what was this connection to this place? Well, growing up, my dad had a different last name because he was adopted and they gave him the last name Schmidt. But then when he got older, he went and tracked down his adoption records from the state and, um, he found out that his real last name was Laska. Oh. And so he... Sorry, I'm just... It it's, gets... o- it's okay, I, I understand. I, I, I want to help you find your dad if there's any way, but I mean, I don't really know what I can do. He just... I feel like since he knew so little about where he actually came from, 
He was really just searching for answers from anywhere he could find it. Well, that's kind of how I feel now. Well. Since I moved here, it's been nothing but one mysterious, weird thing after another. Yeah, but I think really what what made him want to stay, at least for a little bit longer, was that when he found out what his real last name was and he looked into where it might have come from, he found out that it's a Czech last name, actually. Really? Like the town behind the house? Yeah. I think that was why he was so interested in being out here. I think he was just looking for something to connect him to who he was really supposed to be. Wow. I, uh, when I first moved in, was just exploring, and I, I told you that there's a box in the woods, and it had, uh, some check writing on it. Yeah. And so I, I talked to some friends of mine. Uh, my friend Vili is from Bulgaria. And, uh, she translated it and said that, um, was some kind of a religious item. Um, the words on it said, uh, what did they say? Comfort us, oh, comfort us something of dark, darkness and light. I don't know, he acted like it was some kind of a, you know, pagan religion thing. Actually, that was one of the things that I was really seeing in the basement. Um, but... What, what was? Just looking into the things that were were happening. Now, what, when you say the things that were happening, what things do you mean? I mean, you said you were, you know, seeing or hearing the kids. What else? Well, there have been a lot of things over the course of my life that I haven't really been able to explain. Like how I started sleepwalking again. Yeah, you said something about that last night. Yeah. How, how long have you been sleepwalking? Really just... Well, I used to sleepwalk when I was little, but um, I, I snapped out of it as I got older, but my dad was really the one that would always... Like, if I woke up and I was really scared, he would be there to comfort me, and he would lead me back to bed and stuff, but... Since he left, I started sleepwalking again, and I didn't really have anyone looking out for where I was going. And I, um, I actually ended up leaving my house and walking out of town. 
and one of my neighbors caught me and, and brought me back, but I think I might have been heading here. Why? I don't know, really. I can't really explain a lot of it. I'm still looking for the answers to a lot of these questions. So, I told you that I was in an accident. Um, I hurt my head. Yeah. And, uh, well, since you've been eavesdropping on me, you've probably know a lot more than... Anyway, I started sleepwalking, too. Um, which I also haven't done since I was a kid. I, um... I woke up in the woods one day and uh, just woke up in, on my bedroom floor, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what's causing that, I guess, I just thought it was something to do with my accident. Did you say you woke up in the woods? Yeah. Like, where? Have you looked back there at all? Um, I haven't set out to look back there. It kind of scares me. Well, <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of, like, fallen down houses, I think. I mean, they're shacks, basically. Um, uh, right in this area around where that box is. And that's where I woke up. I haven't really investigated back there, but there has there have also been a couple times when I've woken up out there too. I thought you said you hadn't been out there. I haven't set out to be out there. I I woke up there and I ran back. It it was like I you know, pretty much. It was like when you have dreams that someone is chasing you and you wake up and you feel like you just need to run. It was, it was like that and I ran back as fast as my legs could carry me. Hey Angela, what does this mean that we are having these same experiences? Like, how can that be? I have no idea. The church thought I was possessed, <laughs> but did they try to like do with exorcism or anything crazy like that? Yeah, I mean, oh man, yeah, it was horrible to be honest. Uh, I, I can imagine. They, they called it spiritual warfare, and they acted like there was something, like, fighting for control over me that they needed to get out of me. I used to believe in that kind of stuff, too. A lot of my family still does. I've seen some pretty weird things, but I tend to believe that there's, you know, normal reasons why, you know, like, psychological reasons, and 
I, uh, it doesn't explain any of this other stuff. These kids are the weird things that have been happening. You said there was stuff down in the basement yeah. that, that you've gone through, but I shouldn't go through it. Why would you say that? I, 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 I don't understand what, why wouldn't, it's a paper or something like, you said you, you, you were connected to it. I, I, it's, it's less of connection and it's a lot more like contamination, 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 contamination.
Messages is created by Matthew Welchel. This week's episode featured Sophia Swafford as Angela Laska. Thank you for listening. End of message. <laughs>